My name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food. So it's not about food, and it's not about weight. What is it about? Everything else. Because it's never ever about food, or weight, never ever, not even, one time, not ever, ever, ever. So today what we're talking about is returning to our innate wisdom. And we get there by eating intuitively. And what I mean by that is eating when we're hungry, stopping when we're full, and eating what our body is asking us to eat. This connects us to our integrity physically that lies beneath the eating disorder and the diet mentality. So eating when you're hungry, stopping when you're full, and eating what you want is how children and natural eaters eat. They know exactly when they're hungry and they know exactly when they're full. Babies cry when they're hungry. They turn their mouth away when they're full and they eat only what they want to. You can't feed a baby anything it doesn't want to eat. It will not accept it. And it takes a long time to relearn how to eat intuitively. We work on it for a long time. We all had it as babies, but with the way that the culture is, timing, structures, schedules, diets, we get out of habit of being able to listen to ourselves intuitively, no matter what. So if you wanna start with this, you start on a day that's not stressful and you wait until you feel hungry, and then you wait until you feel what exactly your body would like, and then you wait until you get the signal for fullness. And again, don't expect this to happen immediately. It takes a while. Normal eaters know how to do this, and you will too. So today we have Paula with us. I'm Paula Kapoki. And I live in Marin County. I've, I was born and raised here. I'm 55 years old. Can't believe I'm 55, <laughs> but I am. And it's not really very old, but it's, you know, it's strange to be You've 55. You've never been 55 before. I've never been 55 <laughs> before. Now I am. And it's like, you know, in this life, it's so. Yeah. And um, I'm a hairdresser. I have a business in Marin County. I have a Pomeranian. I have a boyfriend. Uh, What's the name of your business? Oh, it's Blondie's Organic Hair Salon in Corte Madeira. And I do organic hair color. And I use less toxic and non-toxic products. And what else did I want to say? Oh, yeah. I've been in recovery from um, anorexia and bulimia for at least... I want to say 25 years. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it can happen. We're just going to have a little conversation about this and see what she thinks about how to eat intuitively, what intuitive eating really even is. What intuitive eating is for me? Yep. Oh, um, well... You know, it sounds really simple. Eat when you're hungry. Stop when you're full. Eat what you want. 
Um, but, um, you know, when I first tried doing it, it was a nightmare because I had so many um, rules in my head about what was appropriate and um, what I should eat, what I shouldn't eat. You know, everybody pretty much knows the drill about um, eating from your head rather than eating from your intuition and what your body really needs. I don't need to explain that, I don't, I don't think. Um, so after, and when Laura Lee says it takes a long time, um, I think to feel really comfortable eating intuitively, I'm, I'm it, it probably varies, it, it does vary from person to person. But for me, it has been many years and it hasn't been a linear process and it continues to evolve because I continue to evolve and my body's needs uh, and just my needs overall continue to evolve. So it's really been about stepping out of the mindset of um, guidelines and rules, strict guideline, rigid guidelines and rules to being aware and open to what is needed in the moment. And um, because the culture is pretty much steeped in the opposite, you know, every day I have to remind myself that I don't have to go along with what everybody else is doing. I need to come back to my own body, my own self, and what I need. So over the years, I've learned that my body has needed, uh, you know, different kinds of food, different amounts of food, um, different timing and, and when I eat food. Um, and I've, as I've aged, you know, that's changed too. I've had physical issues in my life that have made me uh, become aware that, oh, if I eat this certain thing, I don't feel good. So the, um, the challenge with that is having come from a dieting eating disorder background that easily my mind could take that and it did take that and I was back on a very rigid strict diet just a few years ago and back into the the whole back and forth um, restriction and then overeating undereating you know that whole nightmare and even into back to bulimia again which is where I hit my bottom before I had to surrender to intuitive eating and the other principles of beyond hunger. But luckily I had a long time of um, intuitive eating under my belt. And I knew that even with these challenges, um, there would be a way for me to find my way back into intuitive eating, even with these uh, these foods that seem to not work in my body and I could find ways to eat that were still satisfying on every level. And uh, that's so great, yeah, Paula. Yeah. I think that one of the things that you're saying is that that foundation of you trusting your body, knowing that your body has wisdom was what led you back to that even if your head took you a different way, when you came back to the body, you could hear, no, I want this. Yes, I want this. No, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do want that. And the hardest part is to take our mindset 
and put that aside and let the body lead us. So it seems to me like that's what you're talking about. Even if you kind of struggle a little mm-hmm. bit, if we return to that innate wisdom, mm-hmm. it won't take us down a weird road, I don't think. Yeah. And it's interesting. Yeah, be- exactly. Because, you know, the old mindset is, you know, it wants to just lock in to like, okay, this is how it is now. And... um yeah, every time I eat this, this happens. So I can never have it. Why? I don't understand how to do intuitive eating that way. You know, that's what I used to say to myself, or that's what I would. That's what I've heard from other people. But um, <laughs> it's you really have to just. I don't want to say you, but I. It was really good for me to just keep showing up every day with the question, what do I need, rather than what do you, what should you have? And, you know, some days I was like, okay, you know, I really might want to have these other things, but my body was really screaming for something that would make it feel better, you know? And then other days I would be like, no, I'm going to, you know, just go off the rails and eat everything that doesn't make my body feel good, but that was usually because I was in a mindset of, I can't have those things. Yeah, which is the diet mentality. Yes. And the diet mentality is also, well, I did eat something that doesn't make me feel really great. So now I have to eat that something a lot because I've already ruined the whole day. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I can't. Yeah. Now I have to eat everything in sight and I can start over fresh tomorrow was the other trick. I would play on myself. Yeah. And it's like, no, you know, you don't have to do that. You can just, once again, really tap in and see what you need. And the a, a huge part of it, um, too, is being willing to just forgive myself for the whole mind screw <laughs> that just <laughs> happened. <laughs> and really just saying, saying to myself, you know, you've had, you know, you, you're dealing with a mental thing that you've, you know, learned a long, long time ago. And you're, you just, you know, get up today and just try your best again. And, you know, um, what else can you do, really? I mean, you can beat yourself up about it and then restrict again and then, you know, continue the cycle or you can really, really trust and just listen, you know, and it's, it's, it is really hard when I have to say it's extremely hard, especially in the early years when cravings are like monstrous to say, I'm going to trust myself. Mm-hmm. That is like, what, yeah. you know, you're going to be, you're just going to lose yourself in a, you know, you have an addiction. Yeah, you have an addiction. You can't do it. Yeah, you're going to yeah, kill your yourself. Your body doesn't know how to eat. Right, <laughs> right, your body. But every single time, exactly. But every single time that I did eat intuitively, I could I prove, proved to myself that yeah. this is possible. And, and now we know with neuroscience that it's basically recreating a new neuropathway in the brain. So every single time I eat intuitively, I'm getting a new groove in there. 
And every time I do the diet mentality and act out on that and tell myself I have a food addiction, there's that groove. So which which wolf do I want to feed, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that it doesn't help that our culture is a diet industry culture. $33 billion a year is spent on making us feel like we don't know what to eat. We don't know how to feed ourselves. We we don't even know whether we should only eat protein or and never ever eat a carbohydrate <laughs> or f- no more fat or no more and then that will change. Mm-hmm. So we have to remember that there's a lot of voices out there that tell us the diets is the only way. Do diets, and that's the only way you're gonna be happy. But wait, aren't there a million diets? <laughs> but there's only really one way of my intuit- intuition telling me what to eat. It's pretty simple, you know? I have to listen to me. So that is really going against, swimming against the tide in this culture for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and, and, and now it's absolutely insane out there. When I was growing up, we didn't have the internet hawking. I don't know how many diets are being sold to us right now um, in the name of health, yes. quote unquote. If you didn't hear that, in the name of health, quote unquote. <laughs> You know, it's like, yes. and, and because I've had my health issues and I I tend to, to lean towards the um, alternative ways, you know, of, of healing, there's, there's definitely a, a culture out there that has, I think, kind of is slowly or maybe quickly replacing the Jenny Craigs and the Weight Watchers out there. And it's the whole you know, health diet craze. Clean eating. Clean eating, clean eating, which is just drives me crazy (laughs) and drives Laura Lee crazy and anyone I ever have known who does intuitive eating. um, Because what even is clean eating? (laughs) Like right now, does that mean like... like raccoons, we should be washing our food at the <laughs> town on the river first. <laughs> or, exactly. or what? What is clean eating? And that <laughs> has caused a whole other eating disorder mm-hmm. um, of orthorexia, which means you're afraid of food. Yeah. You're afraid to eat food because it might harm you. Mm-hmm. So people get, they stop eating food because it's gonna harm them. Without remembering, it's gonna harm us more if we don't eat, mm-hmm. then we die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes, you have to put gas in the car. You have to put food in your belly. It's the yes. way it works. Yes. And I mean, I, you know, I, you know if, if, if that kind of lifestyle is working for someone to be like on a keto plan or the, paleo or whatever you're doing this month or this year or today or this week if that vegan vegan or yeah right if any of those are your you know i swear to god this is what works for me my cholesterol went down a little you know it's like i get it it's like i understand fine people are suffering out there and they want answers and i'm just saying that uh if it's driving you crazy or for me, I want to come back to me because I can get into like, well, it was driving you crazy. But for me, it was driving me crazy. Yeah. 
and um, right. And we forget that we already have this really smart diet uh, part of us that knows. You know, it, it's it's bigger than any book because it's going to tell you, yep, that's it. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> it's going to tell you that fast. So it's our job to listen. That's what we don't want to do. We don't want to listen to our body. We want to listen to our head. Yes. Especially about the part if you feel like you're too fat, this feels it's completely out of control to let yourself eat what you want. Well, hello. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) who doesn't feel like they're not too fat in this culture? (laughs) Who does not? Right. I mean, I now I know there's a percentage of the population that feels like they're too skinny and they, you know, people talk to them and say, hey, you're too, you know, you need to eat something. You're too skinny. What's you? Are you anorexic? And that's, you know, I don't mean to like that's another bully. That's a a whole other subject. And I feel for people like that because that's quite frankly bullshit for anyone to be judged for anything. And it's reverse. Yeah. Sizeism. It's reverse sizeism. And um, so that's that. But most of us probably feel like we're too fat. And if if we eat a certain thing that we think is going to make us fat, then we most likely are trying to restrict it or are actively restricting it in this culture. And um, how well is that working if you're not anorexic? Yeah. You know, and I think have that, an eating disorder. Yeah. And I think that for me, in the over 35 years that I've been recovered from my own eating disorder, you know, I've eaten several different kinds of ways because that's what my body was asking me to. And if I made a pact with my body that I will listen to it, and it says, I want you to eat licorice, which by the way, I hate licorice, but I would eat it if there was something I was supposed to be getting from that licorice that I couldn't get anywhere else. I would eat it because my body's asking me for it. Thank God it hasn't asked me for that yet, and I don't want to plant that little seed. <laughs> but in case it, <laughs> but it, if it says licorice, I'll do it. <laughs> Anyway, so, yeah, I think just to wrap it up, I think that if we can trust ourselves to be the who we truly are, that that means everything to us, whether that's what we eat or what we look like or what we do for our life or our work or who we're with, you know, our partners or every part of us. We need to live intuitively about that. If it feels right for us, it probably is. Yes, and you just reminded me of the intuitive eating diet (laughs) that once, what happens to a lot of people once they, and I did this too, once to get introduced to intuitive eating is that you tell yourself, or I told myself, okay, I always have to eat perfectly intuitive intuitively now and it may not have been this loud voice in my head that was so obvious it was unconscious because you know unconsciously I'm always living on a you know okay this is the new rule now this is the new rule now yes and to control because I'm 
I'm afraid of being out of control. That's been my main addiction my whole life, pretty much. <laughs> so it's like, okay, you know, it's not a perfect, it's not a perfect thing. It's, it's like an experiment always. And it's like yoga. If anyone does yoga, you know, some days you're gonna like, feel like, ah, oh, this pose feels so good. And other days you're going to be like, oh no. And it's like, are you going to beat yourself up about that? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to just go, okay, today's the pose. Mm-hmm. Today, this is how the pose is. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like that with all sorts of things in life, really. It's like yeah. today, this is how it is. Okay, I'm going to love myself anyway, you know, right. as much as I can. Right. Know, or at least accept it as much as I can. Right. And I remember very many, many years ago, Carol Munter who wrote the book um, Overcoming Overeating with Carol Munter and Jane Herschelman, uh, said, I don't think we have an eating disorder. I think we have a feeling disorder because that's why we're doing this. Because if we have big feelings, we can get all wrapped up in the very controlled diet and then we feel better because now we feel back in control. Yes. So it's a control addiction, not really a food addiction. Exactly. And there's so much more to talk about this. So, I mean, I could go on and on. And we will have you back again many times. (laughs) So um, what kind of hope would you like to give to somebody who's like you, some young girl out there that when you were starting your eating disorder... What would you like to say to her? Aww, that just, my whole heart just opens up and tears come to my eyes. Because I remember when I first started this journey, how how lost I was, just lost and feeling so alone and distraught and so um, ashamed. And, you know, this can end. This can absolutely end. You can absolutely learn how to eat again and eat in a way that for the most part feels sane and isn't driving you absolutely crazy and going to, you know, make you feel like you're just going to die. Um, you can, you can walk away from that. And, um, you know, it does take a commitment, but a gentle commitment, not a harsh hard you have to do this right commitment it's a gentle commitment to your your life the rest of your life and um taking care of yourself just taking care of yourself in the best way you can every single day and however that looks is good enough just remember that's what i want to say because i had a harsh critic that it was never enough i was never recovering fast enough this wasn't enough it is enough every little thing that you can do is enough So just remember that and um, just remember, I love you. Even if I don't know who you are, I love you and I know you can do this. Yeah. Thanks, Paula. Thank you, Laura Lee. Thank you for all that you've done to help so many people recover and me too. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening and be sure and follow me on Patreon, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and it's not about food.com. Thanks.